What's up, everybody? Welcome into episode 36. Just looked it up. We're already to 36 episodes here of the Sean Salisbury Show here on the Believe Network. Of course, he is Sean Salisbury. I'm Adam Sager. You can follow us on Twitter at Adam G. Sager, at Sean Unfiltered. Um, that's if we have Twitter for how we don't know how much longer if we'll get yeah. it. I think it's staying. I think everyone's just blowing everything way out of proportion, which in this world, does anything surprise you that people are blowing things out of proportion? No, and he didn't get to, <clears throat> Musk didn't get to be a billionaire by being stupid. I yeah, I don't think he's you. just so. going to spend $40 billion to then just tear it down in two weeks and be like, it's done. Yeah, here's your $40, $45 million, throw it in the trash. $45 billion, should I yeah, say? Billion, yeah, billion, yeah. Whatever it was, billion. Uh, no, he's... He, billionaires do not give money away. I'm talking about even $100 of it. They know how to keep money, not just make it. He ain't giving it away. I will say, though, if Twitter did go away, I don't know what I would do with a lot of my time. (laughs) Because, you know, you're always engaged in conversations. You're looking at videos. You're, you know, you you learn so much about sports, you know, breaking news and everything just through Twitter. There's nothing like Twitter out there. Instagram, TikTok, none of that is is what Twitter is. So it, it would be, I don't want to say devastating, that's the wrong word, but it would be very weird without Twitter. It'd be an irritant. Yeah, it would be it would be odd. We've relied on so much to get quick, urgent information. Right. Um, you know what it'll do? It'll go back to your ass. We'll be going to encyclopedia at the library to find right. history, right? <laughs> you, you know you know who would benefit <laughs> the most from Twitter? One channel, ESPN News. They would actually have oh, to go yeah. back to being ESPN News and having breaking news constantly on there. You'd be looking at the bottom, the lower third, brother. You'd be looking yes. at the bottom line, the tick the going ticker, across. Yep. That's where you get all your updated shit. That's right. Like I, I, yep, I still remember as a kid waking up and you know going to ESPN and just watching that bottom line and just seeing what the scores were from the night before or watching Sports Center you know, six times because, you know, you walk in the room and damn, I just missed the bulls highlights. I wanted to see yep, them. I wanted right. to see what Jordan did and it's you had true. to wait an hour or so. So it was, uh, I don't want to go back to those times though. I, I like having Neither it right at my fingertips all the time. There's a lot of reasons why Twitter is a pain in the ass. Yes. A lot yes. of them. A lot of ways. Um, and you know, if you could promise me you'd eliminate the trolls, the bots, and when I mean troll, I don't mean the fun ones that joke around, you know, have that, but the ones that right. are just there to create, they're, they're there that you, that you'd like, if I saw you in person, I'd throat punch you, but I'll never see you in person. Cause you're too, you're, you're too, too afraid to leave your home. That guy. Right. right. But the laughter and the fun and the information, and you, you almost feel like you can reach a buddy of yours. You haven't seen in 20 years. Say, you know, it's just like, it, it, well, it is, it's instantaneous. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it'll be weird, and then we—I mean—we just naturally grab our phone and push it the app. Yes, yes. To see what's I mean, going on. It's, it's like, one of the first hey, dude, two things I do in a, the morning. Right. Put a payphone back in too. Hey, man, I'm going to start calling right. people to get it. It's like crazy. It feels archaic. It's not going away. Now, yeah. I would imagine there's going to be adjustments to it that's going to turn yeah. some people away from it. But the people who don't want to be a part of it, have at it. Go, go ahead. But. Yeah, I I don't think forty four billion dollars brings you in just to get rid of it. Sakes, he's he's beyond he's beyond that. And I saw somebody said it, and I can't remember who it was. That oh, was that you know that sports seventies guy who does a great. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you follow him. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, He's got some classic shit, dude. He's yeah. one of the all timers. He said, "Listen, the dude 
can get to space, I think you'll know how to fix an app. Okay. Right. So I'm going to try. I'm going to people are panicking. I'll, I, I'll get a little bit hot under the collar if, if it actually does go away. But I, I think he's just trying to fix it to his liking. And he's one of the great trolls of all time. He didn't want it to go away either. Oh, yeah. He's I mean, one he's, of the great antagonizers. He's, he's yeah. posting this morning me? pictures of Twitter on a tombstone in, in front of a grave, oh, like yeah. a cartoon grave. Like he's just messing it, around this morning. And he's getting more usage than ever. And he's also, you know, this is probably the most usage since everybody was up uptight about Trump. Right. Good or right. bad. Right. Everybody's tripping over that. So he's become like when somebody says something, he goes, well, you're welcome. When it talks about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, how well, all AOC, Twitter, AOC right. went on there oh, and thanked yeah. Twitter and and everybody said, who's helped get it to where it is. And then right under it, there's Elon welcome. Musk. You're welcome. <laughs> and I'm here for it when he can antagonize her any day of the friggin week, dude. OK, oh, I'm all for that. Yes. Yeah. So we will see what happens with Twitter. And before we get into breaking down the NFL, what happened last night, what we're looking forward to this weekend, the college football playoff scenarios continue to be wild. And then we will pick our final four, our player of the year and our coach of the year uh, right at the end of the show. So but before that, as always, we're brought to you by Bet Online. Okay, and just so Segs knows before I give you the bet online that my team, the Kansas Jayhawks, are the reigning national champions. So before I put that in, uh, basketball is back. OK, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting needs this season. You'll always find the latest odds and team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. And as your continued source for all sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events, whether uh, that's NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. And World Cup starts this weekend, so that'll be a fun one, too. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use uh, the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, as in Victor, BELIEVE, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. As always, thank hmm. you to Bet Online. And real quick, before we get to the NFL and what happened last night, uh, no drinking beers at the World Cup there in, in Qatar or Qatar or however you want to say it. I heard someone else say I've it a third it way. I, I heard yep. someone else just say it a weird way. I, I, I can't even remember how they said it, but it, it threw me off. But, yeah, there would be no drinking at the games at the World Cup this year. Or like in the like this closely surrounding yeah, areas. Just right, yeah, they the say? whole areas, yeah. Do they have pubs around these? I mean, I'm, I'm not I being a smartass. I, I don't you think do they so. have pubs within sports venue. I would imagine so, right? Or a pub or a bar, whatever they call it. Are you telling me that it's just like it at like kiosks? You know how sometimes they'll have like streets closed off for mm-hmm. this stuff so you can drink like an Oktoberfest type right, of right. thing, right? So if I if you and I own a bar in Qatar, Qatar, that the place that starts with Q, you know, that place mm-hmm. we're having the world that Cup. really rich ass country. Yeah, yeah, with a lot of money. Mm-hmm. What? So if I have it, you're you're not telling me that my establishment can't serve booze, where they could go drink before they walk across the street if there's one near these facilities, right? You're telling me it's outside of your bar, correct? I'm hoping, I... and you can't drink inside the stadium. So that's gonna that's gonna take away from a lot of soccer, well, craziness in the in in the stadium because that's part of the fun watching those folks get after it 
I love World Cup soccer, Segs. I know you do too. I mean, I know you don't watch much soccer, but World Cup, I know you'll watch. I watch zero soccer until the World Cup. The World Cup, exactly. But you'll watch this, but I, I don't know, man. Think about, well, just for this couple weeks, think about how much money is going to be lost for the money that you would have spent on just a cold beer there for everybody yeah. at every venue. But they've decided not to do it, which, okay, then that's fine. Then maybe this is the World Cup I'm glad I'm not at because it is a bucket list of mine to go to World Cup outside, off the U.S. soil where it's somewhere like, you know, whether it's Brazil or one of the spots that's away from U.S. soil. I would love to go to a World Cup and on U.S. soil. But I, I guess that I'll just be drinking from my patio in my own place, Sags, a cold beer that they don't get to drink. So I'm going to enjoy the World Cup more than those that are in the stadium. How's that? Yeah, I, I'm reading the story on ESPN.com now, and it says that uh, basically they were going to do just full-blown alcohol sales at first. Budweiser won the the bid or whatever you want to call it right. to be the sponsor. And then you had it went down to just very small tents that were going to be less visible for the people that were complaining. And now it's gone all the way down to zero alcohol in the stadium or around the stadiums uh, themselves. So there will be no alcohol around the stadiums. Now I'm sure if you own a pub two blocks away, you'll be fine, um, but they cannot take it into the vicinity of the stadiums. And uh, just so you do know though, Budweiser is still a sponsor because they will be able to sell their Bud Zero, which I guess is just non-alcoholic Was beer. Was that non-alcoholic and, beer? Yeah. So That's what beer drinkers drink when they're not drinking beer. I wonder, Sigs, and I don't know this. I know we're going to see their their answer. I mean, you're going to see their ads everywhere with Budweiser because beer sponsors mm-hmm. spend a lot of money at sporting events. I wonder if somehow that makes them irritated. Do they get a discount now? Because you can't I drink their you, Budweiser. You have to, you can, yeah. Wouldn't you think? I mean, you can I mean, show think of the, the signs and all the ads. Right. Right. Aren't you like saying, well, the money you were going to make in sales and the money you spent per 30 or 60 second advertisement, we are going to cut you a deal because people aren't drinking your Budweiser with glasses that say Budweiser on it or cups around the facility and trash cans with Budweiser written on trash cans, if- all the money you're spending. It would seem to me like Budweiser would be cut a little bit of a deal through this, wouldn't you? If I'm Budweiser, I say fuck I'm you to pissed. the FIFA and the World yeah. Cup and, and pull my advertising. I say I want everything covered up. I want it all taken away. I don't want a single cup that says Bud Light, Budweiser, Bud anything, Bud Zero. I don't care what. I'm pulling everything out. Yeah, go, go They get still you. make billions of dollars a year, Bud. So, uh, of course, like, you don't need all, the, the World Cup. Yeah, the World Cup's not going to dictate how successful Budweiser is, but it just adds more to the bottom line of coin, right? right Everybody right. wants to make more revenue. And, but to, to me, then if that's the case, why didn't you go get soda, go get Coca-Cola or, yeah. or somebody else did. Right. I, I did makes, if I'm Budweiser, I'm like, so I'm just supposed to be all in on this. And you're telling me that the dudes across the street are going to go order a Coors light at another bar if they have to, mm-hmm. because they're pissed that they can't drink near it. And Budweiser, it's almost like Budweiser is going to be punished. And I'm not even talking about financially, in a roundabout way, like, well, we can't drink screw, but which is not fair to them, mm-hmm. right? Because they obviously want you to drink beer responsibly. Right. So crazy stuff. But like I said, I can guarantee you one thing. Guess what's not being, guess what they're not doing at my house? Taking away your beer. <laughs> That's exactly. Or at yours. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, so, my, my uh, fridge <laughs> is stocked. It's ready to go. Um, and FIFA I can guarantee or, it for us. Yeah. Or 
Qatar or Qatar or whoever yeah. from that country isn't taking mine. So yeah, whoever Mr. Thief is, he walks in my door and says, I'm going to take your beer away. I'm going to say, good. How much money you got? Right. I'll tell you, you can have it for two weeks, but you're going to pay because I'm drinking that cold beer in there and you're not getting exactly. an ounce of it. There you go. Yep. Exactly. All right. Uh, look into the NFL. Titans beat the Packers. Packers fall to four and seven. Uh, and, and things aren't getting better with their schedule. Next week, they're at Philadelphia. Then they play at the Bears, which you know is a different team than what they played earlier in the season. Then they play the Rams, who themselves are very disappointing, but not a game that they're guaranteed to win. Then they play at Miami, and then home against the Vikings, home against the Lions. So, I mean, Sean, we could be looking at a 6-11 and Green Bay Packers team, and my question they're not to making you is, the playoffs no not not they needed to win last night to kind of keep that momentum from the cowboys win going yep. but now yep. you know they may get to six wins maybe seven and then all you're doing is you're in mediocrity you're, you're in the middle of the draft you're not helping yourselves with one of the elite players and, and things just aren't looking great but my question to you is how are you feeling right now if you're Aaron Rodgers? Like you you signed the big deal, so obviously you're happy about that, but you thought you were going to have two to three more years of playoffs in your future, and year one, your team's falling apart. Yep, and Sags, it looks to me like they're in a rebuilding mode, although you don't want to say that if you're Aaron Rodgers and back right. to Ari and a few of the studs, right? Offensively, look around, man. Where I mean, they got a couple good running backs. I, I get it, mm -hmm. but and Watson will be good, but he's still you know Christian Watson. They got they yeah. got some receivers that Randall Cobb's at the tail end of his yeah, career. I mean, it's winding down. I mean, he's still a guy, but he's your third or fourth guy on a mm -hmm. team. So if you're Aaron Rodgers, it's a twofold Packers and Rodgers. You think Rodgers wants to finish his career doing this? Mm -mm. I don't. Do you? He making fifty no. million a year. Say, what if I painted this scenario to you? And this is the first time I've ever said it, because I, I said he'd retire a Packer. I've, I've been on that train for since it didn't work out and he got the deal done, you know, the 50 million, all that and stuff. Now that Devontae Adams is gone and they're still, I, I think, and it may not be one of those where it's, there's vitriol between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. I just almost feel like the transition's going to be this. Jordan Love next year will be going on his rookie end of the year deal, right, Segs? At yes, the end of next year, right? Uh, right. Yes. He's gonna it'll be year four in the fall, correct? This is year three with him at with that draft. God, is it? Because he wasn't a rookie already? last year. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He Man. is not. This is year three. So he ain't gonna play this year. If he doesn't play next year, you're at the end of a rookie deal, and you haven't seen him, but a couple a handful of snaps since he's been there. Started what one game was that Kansas City and they got was that the game sakes maybe it was Kansas uh, City yes I think last year was was it Kansas City when Rodgers got suspended for COVID remember yes one was yep, that the game that's right yep okay so and the first time I ever heard anybody say this guy can be a player was this last preseason they said he made strides all right I mean as far as being a guy so what if I painted this scenario for year that the Packers and Aaron Rodgers at the end of this year say Raiders are going to trade Derek Carr. This is Devontae just Adams. Jordan Love's second year. Can't be. He won a rookie last year. I just looked Can't it up. Be. 21. There's no friggin' way. There's Unless... no friggin' way he was a rookie. He wasn't a rookie last year. Last year was the Trey Lance class. He didn't come out of that class. Yeah, this you're is right. Trey Lance's second year. Why is it? This, this is, is his third year. 
Yeah, got pro Zach football Wilson, references Trey Lance. Then on, yeah, they on are, Jordan Love. You're right. Yeah, you're 100 percent right. Yeah, this is year three. So they have so, to make the decision on his fifth year option this offseason. Right. And he's thrown okay. 71 passes. Right. And most of them, but one of the game have been in a backup role. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I believe that, or maybe two, if there was an injured game too. Point is we don't know enough about him. to know if he's going to be a player yet, mm-hmm. but if you're the Packers mm-hmm. and you say 50 million a year for a couple more years, Devonte Adams is there. 49ers got to find out if they gave up too much to, for the Trey Lance thing. Right. Right. To say that he's not going to play Jimmy, even if they go to the Super Bowl and win it this year, you still got to find out Trey Lance or Jim. You're going to move Jimmy and start Trey Lance or one way or the other. So you say, okay, what about Josh McDaniel saving his job and doing what the Rams did when they got Stafford and saying, our assets haven't worked? Because look at their first rounders over the last three years, Segs. They blow. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 they've been awful. And the, the, two, the two left of the, since 2019, are neither one of their fifth-year options were picked up by the Raiders. So that's five right. or six first rounders that have not worked out. So now... What if I told you Carr is going to be playing in New Orleans, in Carolina, in I'm not I'm just, Baker Mayfield? Maybe you get my point, yeah. right? Yeah. Somewhere like that, and they trade Aaron Rodgers for a one and a two or something to the Raiders, and McDaniel says, "I got to I'm going to try to survive because they didn't draft they didn't they didn't draft Derek Carr. He's not their guy." What if I told you I'm going to give you the odds? Uh, even odds that Rodgers finishes his career somewhere else. Are you on or off on that? If you're the Packers, you want two first rounders for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Knowing yeah. you're knowing you're going to be knowing you're not you're, you're not a Super Bowl team right now. What would you do? Right. I, I mean, with what you've seen, and if the Raiders come offering two ones, yeah, I mean, I I would probably do it. I mean, I, I think I would have to, and then. You know, you, you start Jordan Love for a year. Yep. You see what happens. You don't give him his fifth-year option because you're not paying that, but you take the chance. You roll the dice. You start him for one year. If he sucks, you have two first-rounders, and you're going into the draft saying, okay, well, how do we need to get to two or, you know, whatever to get up and get a Caleb right. Williams, uh, Quinn Ewers, uh, one of those guys in that class. Okay, um, what other asset do they have, Sags, that's going to that's gonna... – it's going to cash in. If you're looking for a team, if you're looking, if you're a playoff team or a team that wants one final run at it for a coach, you're going to, your Aaron Rodgers is your answer. Mm-hmm. So if you're, but if you're the Packers and feel like you're in that mode and don't want to pay $150 million for another two or three years, whatever it is, 100 for two, 150, was it a three or four year deal, whatever it was. And you say, well, we got to get it while the getting is good. How else are you going to build your team if you don't trade? What, what other assets are going to give yield you that? I mean, What's if you're just you looking, nothing? are are you looking to just tear down? You're saying, and, and who can I, you I'm trade? looking at? Okay, Rogers. Let's say if you think Love can get you nine wins, mm-hmm. and you need three or four more players and assets, there ain't nobody else on that roster that's going to get you what Rogers is. Oh yeah, no, it's got to be you're trading, you're trading Aaron Rodgers because nobody First else. First time I mean, I've thought. This is the first time I felt legitimately like this actually could be his last year in Green Bay. You on that page or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I honestly thought he was gone last year. I thought okay. it was going to be the Broncos 
that that came in and got Aaron Rodgers last year. Right. Uh, but the Packers stepped up and they offered him the the contract and yeah. And Rodgers took it. with Nathaniel with Nathaniel Hackett too. And what they gave up for Wilson, don't you think they would have rather given that up for Rodgers now? Oh, hundred percent. The way Wilson's playing, it's not even close, right? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. But you know what? And and, and here's what I'm going to say about the Packers and Aaron Rodgers specifically. I I feel like he kind of did this to himself in terms of when you look back the few years ago when uh, Jordan Love was drafted, Aaron Rodgers would not commit to the Packers. There was all these rumblings about him retiring, about him asking for a trade, about all this. For years, for a couple of years, there was all this talk about Aaron Rodgers and what he was going to do, and he was going to want out of Green Bay. So what did Green Bay do? They kind of covered their ass, and they went and got Jordan Love in the first round instead of going and getting a great offensive lineman or a great defensive a rusher or you know a, a wide receiver, whatever it was. They covered their ass because Aaron Rodgers would not commit. And, and yeah, I mean, in the end, it really sucked for the Packers. It hurt because Jordan Love is now just a wasted. They might as well just throw that in the trash, that first-round pick. Three years and it will have thrown less than a hundred passes. Yeah, I, I mean you, you cannot do that unless you're a team that has the quarterback telling you, "This is it. This is my final year. We're you know let's go for the Super Bowl." But then even again, you still got to say, "Okay, do we want to use that and make the one run with a Hall of Fame quarterback, and and use it on a wide receiver because we're you know Devonte Adams." but we need that second guy, you know, whatever it is, right. whatever position it is, it, it, the Packers screwed up that pick. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers helped them at right. all. And I don't think, I don't think the Raiders will be the only team inquiring about that. I can, I can no. see a new Orleans saints. Hell, I don't know if Brady walks, you willing to give Rodgers a go there with the, that it, offense it, there. To, and to and see, it? here's where I look at it. If you're the Raiders though, you're not giving up a top five pick for him. I don't think. Oh no, not not. This and, but that's career. where they're going to be drafting. That's a good point. So good point. you know, at Carolina, you're not giving up a top five pick because Aaron Rodgers doesn't take you and make you Super Bowl contender. But in, but in Tampa, you're not. Tampa have a top is the team that makes a lot of because sense because they are still a Super Bowl relevant team with yes. or without Brady with the talent around them. Rodgers ain't going to a team that's rebuilding. If you're going to get him, you're going to think we are on the cusp. We are one player away, and that's the player, and at that position, correct? Yeah, we're, Jets, we're, we're talking about this. They, the Jets are right. a team. Let me throw one other team at you. You've talked about them I already. Jets is, the only reason I say Jets, Sigs, if that if Zach – now they're a playoff team right now. If Zach Wilson doesn't continue to make – you know, if he doesn't get to the right. point he where he's show accurate any, and you feel it yeah. – right, right, the depth of growth, uh, big-time growth. And, and maybe, maybe the Packers look at it. his growth doesn't match the team's growth. Right. And say, give me the picks and Zach Wilson, and, and let's right, go. Like but him. here, right. let me throw another team at you. They go into the playoffs this year and fall short in the NFC Championship game. From the area, San Francisco calls. Says, you know what? Trey Lance can't stay healthy. Jimmy G's not our guy. He can't get us over that hump. We'll throw you a couple picks and Trey Lance. Or... And Jimmy, or he's and a little Jim. bit more veteran, yeah. right? <clears throat> and, and you know, you guys can go your way. We'll go this way. We're making a run. We just went and got Christian McCaffrey. We had signed Debo Samuel. We have George Kittle. We have all this talent that we keep talking about with the 49ers. 
and they fall short again. I mean, I, I think you'd have and to look at it. The, right. <clears throat> yeah. Sags, think about this, too. And, and if because if Jimmy's the reason they don't get over the top, can't make a certain throw or two in a, in a mm-hmm. Super Bowl or an right. NFC championship game, even take it one level, which would be unprecedented. Sags, let's say this. Well, who's their backup right now? Purdy? Brock Purdy, I think, right? Isn't I he? I so, think, yeah. Sags? I think. So let's just say this. Let's say you, because Rodgers has been durable. Wouldn't it be unprecedented? Let's say they get to the NFC Championship game and falter offensively, and Green Bay says, we love Jimmy. We'll give you a second-round pick for him. Or, I mean, I'm talking about for Jimmy, and then you want to, but, but for, I'm just talking about a pick. Forget, mm-hmm. move Rodgers aside. Let's say he wasn't there. So you're going to add that in there. But now you say, okay, with Rodgers, we want Jimmy, and we'd like a first-rounder and a second or a third. Fair enough. Okay, I'm just throwing something out there. Yeah. Now, what happens if you do this, Sigs, and 49ers and the Packers say, okay, and then you turn right around and say, who loves Trey Lance? Haven't seen enough. And wouldn't it be, can you imagine unprecedented that you went and traded one guy and then turned around and traded the other guy? Even though there's not, you know how somebody says, there's a lot of guys out there like a Carolina that says, we love him, Detroit. Mm-hmm. We're not going, we, we, we can't, you know, even though Detroit may be picking high, we want to build our team. The Texans. I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm just yeah, someone that falls right outside of the, the good quarterbacks this year. Right. That, you and, know and what re- says we want that young guy coming in. Right. And you're not a, quite a playoff team. You're willing to grow with him because he's not Aaron Rodgers, but he's Trey Lance. And you say, okay, he's worth it. We'll give you a, the 30, the, the 30th pick or the 27th mm-hmm. pick for Trey Lance. And then you move him out and get Rodgers. In that case, in with that roster, how could the 49ers not want to do that? Right. So like, how could they not want to? I just think they're the team that stands out as, you know, the team that has the all this talent. A star quarterback. But they right. don't have the quarterback to, you know, and, and they right. and, and give them credit because they tried. They tried to get Trey Lance and the, the injury just, you know, kept them from doing it. So now, just like Jordan Love, we're going to go into year three of Trey Lance, and he's barely thrown the football. He's barely been on the field. And if you're the 49ers, you're with your roster expecting to compete for championships, and you don't have the quarterback that you know of that can compete for a title. Excuse me. And they're not going to be able to draft a quarterback. And I mean, no. Let's say you quit on Trey Lance. You're going to be picking too late to get a guy that yeah. you think's a franchise. So you already got Trey Lance there. So – Right, it's going to be an interesting offseason because I don't think the Packers are making the playoffs. I haven't felt that way for two. I mean, I felt like that about them not making it for the last couple of weeks. I don't think they're going on a seven-game run. No, the schedule's too tough, and they're just not good enough. They're not showing it, it, yeah. enough. Their defense is beat up and, and injured right. now, and it, it's just right. no. It, it's Tannehill a lost year. Like Tannehill looked like the MVP of the league last night. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me, against it, them, sure did. It, it's just it's one of those things that you know. Me as a Bears fan, I, I love watching. I love seeing the demise of the Packers finally. Like, of course you do. They, yes, they've had poor years, but not like this. Not where you go and sign your Hall of Fame quarterback for another few years, and you're expecting to compete for championships and in a bad NFC. Like this right. is a bad NFC, and the Packers are four and seven, looking at four and eight in the face when they play Philadelphia next week. In exactly Philly, right? That's uh, exactly some right. other headlines Bills Browns moved to Detroit because of the snow. I don't know if you've seen any of the pictures, uh, that have come out Dude, pretty it's, recently it's, of the stadium. It's freaking nuts. <laughs> you can't see the seats. 
and people were like, yeah. "Oh, they got to play there. They got to no." Like, let's not. Well, you can, nobody can't get to the stadium. They're not going to leave their house. Yeah. It's like above doors. And I mean, you, you, there's not enough. I know. And listen, I played in Minnesota. Say, we got twenty like four inches of snow on Halloween one year, mm-hmm. and the next day we could get on the streets to go to work and practice because they got like more, oh, more yeah. of those snow movers than they got cars at the damn state. Right. All right. I mean, they're the efficiency of them under those emergency conditions are, are is crazy, right? The snow started to fall when you were trick-or-treating, right, with your kids. And then you wake up, it's like 20 what? 27 inches. Yeah. They, they're, they're pushing 50 of them. And now you're 50 inches, and, you're, and Jim Cantori's out there, you know. Right. For the, I hope he makes about $5 million a year because that dude gets some of the – I mean, he's always in – puts in himself in harm's right way. Right in the middle he's of the it. Best at it. He sure as hell does. So I'm with you, man. I You can't get in the stadium. Nobody go. You're not going to be able to leave. You just got to hope your heat works. And you got enough groceries to prepare for that, so you so there's everybody's okay. And where's your dog go to the restroom in Buffalo right now, Sags? Honest to God, where, where do you, you where, better have some of those pee pads? Yeah, yeah, and they better be used to them because you know so if you're a dog that's right. been around, you're like, man, you're crazy. I'm not yeah, going on pee pads. That, that carpet over there. Yeah, what do you want me to do? So I know those are little things, but damn, no, we're not playing football there. And there ain't no way, Sags. On if this keeps up, I don't know how they're going to do it. But if this snowstorm keeps up for a couple of days, did they already leave? Buffalo had to travel already. Yes, they had yes, to get I out believe they, the they're, they're gone. And the good thing for Buffalo is they play Thursday in Detroit on Thanksgiving against the So they the stay Lions. there. That's a, they they're not going there. back. That's what I was going to I forgot out. about that. That's right. That's Cleveland right. can go back to week, Cleveland. So they're going to yep. be staying in Detroit the whole time. So they're not, they don't even get to sniff seeing their families. Before, hopefully, families went with them, right? right? So their families could go and eat at a hotel or what have you, or the team throws a big old spread for their families on Thanksgiving because you ain't getting back. So it's a wise no. move to stay there, no doubt about it. Yeah, it definitely. That's uh, crazy though. Those I pictures, just, those those pictures look fake. Yeah, uh, you literally, it it's fake. just you can't see the seats, so it's just snow over the seats, and the seats aren't there. It looks like it, right. it just it's looks like nuts. a big bowl of snow. That's all it looks like, right? Um, some, some of the big games we got this weekend in the NFL, we got chiefs at chargers. I mean, a loss here for the chargers knocks them out of the playoffs. And I, I don't know about the jets and the Patriots and they play each other this week in another game that, you know, could have some implications as we get more into the later parts of the season for the playoffs. But the chargers are just a team. I don't trust. I don't trust them. I don't care who their quarterback is. You go back to Phillip Rivers. You go back to Drew Brees. You just never, and now it's Justin Herbert, you just never trust this team. Well, well I also don't trust the head coach to make the right call right. during game management. I don't trust the trainers basis. to keep these guys healthy week in, week out. Right. See, they're at the point now where Herbert can go out and play like a grown-ass man that dresses in a phone booth, and they can still lose. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and this is Kansas City. Now, the one thing they do the last three or four meetings, that they'll give Kansas City all they can handle. We've seen it, right? The best bet here, if you're a better and you want to go to bet online, take the over is what yeah. I'd do, okay? I'd take the over in this game, which I'm going to do, but you're right. Now, the Chargers are capable, but Sags, they are on a, in my opinion, they are on a week-to-week. They should be starting to treat this like single elimination because they're not healthy. I know. I think Keenan isn't Keenan and both Mike Williams back at the same. They're both now on the field this week. Yeah, right? they're Supposedly. both trying to get Mike's, back. Right. I right. don't think they play this week. 
Um, right. I just think it's too quick. They've been on I, the practice field as my Yeah, point. I look at yeah. next week. Maybe they get on the field this week and, and can give Herbert a boost. But since they've both been out, I mean, Herbert just got, has nobody to throw to. And, and it's, Thanks, it's all they're getting underneath. Like, right. They're getting like 28 or 30 completions. And it's like for 175, yeah. 190 yards, right? Yeah, his yards per I mean, attempt is like no under six. Yeah, they got no big playability right now. Right. I mean, unless it's run after the catch on horizontal football. And we already know what the Kansas City Chiefs bring to the table. I still think both can score points. I just don't know. I'm with you on the trust factor. I want to. Every year I go in, I say, look at that roster. And by the middle of the season, nine of them are hurt. Coach is making calls on fourth and four with a three-point lead, and you go for it instead of kick to get set. Mm -hmm. I mean, crazy shit, right? So we're going to find out how if the Chargers are live or Memorex or if they're if it's, you know, the cold, hard facts of um, are they in or are they out type of thing. And I know it's still a lot of games to go, but I'm with you. I had them winning the division at the beginning of the year. I thought they had a chance. And then they chargered, unfortunately. And here yeah. we are. Yeah, it, it's just one of those teams that continually does it. Uh, looking at another game, Cowboys at the Vikings on ESPN. The Cowboys are a one and a half point favorite in Minnesota against the team that just knocked off Buffalo and is what eight and one in the conference or eight yep. and one overall number uh, two team right now behind the Eagles, but they have the same record as the Eagles. Um, is this people still just underrating the Vikings? And this is the Cowboys coming off a loss to the Packers who we just talked about how bad they've been right with a 28, 14 lead going yeah. in the fourth quarter and blowing it. Right. That's so one. Is this people just underrating the Vikings or are people overrating the Cowboys? Are. I, well, I, don't I think know. they Sigs, I think they look at the emotion from the Buffalo game, right? Mm-hmm. The natural come down, down from it. But you are at home if you're Minnesota. Here's mm-hmm. what I don't get. And maybe we got to, I mean, I think they keep waiting for Cousins to throw it to the other team. You know what I'm saying? They to, to, well, the Viking a lot of times. Yeah. But they're winning different ways this year. And you know what, Sigs? I don't even know if it's underrated. I think they don't respect, I don't think the national feel I don't think they trust an eight and one Vikings team. I don't. And I can make the argument. The Vikings are the best team in the NFC. I can make that argument. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I still like the Vikings at home. I don't think the Vikings are fake this year. Now, I don't know if they're going to win the NFC, but I don't like the Cowboys either because I don't think they know their identity because Kellen Moore wants to throw it all over the lot. And the truth is they need to be handing it to Pollard and run the football more. I don't trust if they're throwing over 40 times, I don't think they're going to win. So while I think the Cowboys will play better this week, even though they played good for quite a bit of time, I don't like them as a closing team either because right. I don't think Kellen Moore understands their identity. I'm taking the Vikings at home to continue this run, man, as yeah, long as emotionally they're into it. Yeah, yeah, and, and I think, you know, yeah, you're coming off that Bills game, but you know how important this game is if you're Minnesota, beating the Cowboys in your conference for conference seeding. You want, you know, at least yep. to get that two seed, if not the one seed, over Philly because who knows, you know, Philly may coming off that loss. They may say, or not say, but they may have a letdown, you know, saying like, damn, we shouldn't have lost that game to Washington. We could lose again. And then one more NFL game. I kind of hit on it. Jets at Patriots, Patriots minus three and a half. Both are in the playoff hunt. The Jets are in the playoffs. I think the Patriots, I think they might be in the playoffs by the last spot, I'd have to look again. But do you think either of these teams are a true contender or are they just out here winning games they really shouldn't no. win? I think I think a contender to get through the AFC, no. To get 
I think one of them, one of, both of them aren't going to make the playoffs. I would lean towards the Jets making it, but I don't think either one of them are a true late playoff contender this year. I think the Jets, this will be a great boost for them moving forward, and it'll be a great story. I don't think you're going to see them go deep in the playoffs. They feel like either one of them feels like one and done if they get in. Yeah, right now, actually, I just looked it up. All four AFC East teams are in the playoffs with the Chargers at five and four as right. same as the Patriots, but the Patriots like a tie have whatever tiebreaker it is. Um, and the NFC East six, the, 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 all four of those teams, Washington, if they beat the, they, they're a half game out from the 49ers of all four of those teams being in the playoffs right now, record wise, mm-hmm. Washington beats the Texans because they're down in the loss column. One extra game that the 49ers yeah. aren't. So if they win, you're looking at eight AFC, the, the eight Eastern teams that are on the cusp of being playoff teams right now. Yeah, it's great. And, I don't and think both at... from the AFC East make it on the bottom. I think one of them does. I don't think all three of them, or right. both of and, them do. And if you look at it before the season, I think a lot of people would have said you might get maybe four playoff teams if you believed in Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins offense. If you believed right. in it, I could see why you'd have them in the playoffs. But I don't think a lot of people did have them in the playoffs. So I think it was more like you're looking at Eagles, Cowboys, and Bills. Those were the three teams that I think a lot of people had in the playoffs. But now we're, like you said, we're looking at, you know, I think a minimum of six making yes, the playoffs agreed. in the end. Three three in each. I agree. Yeah, I think it's hard and, and, to get four from either one. Yeah. They just eliminate themselves. But, yeah, right. I, we're legitimate. Whether it's a down year for some or not, I think you're getting six of the teams from the East, NFC, AFC, yeah. All right, and then look ahead to college football this weekend. I think it all comes down, you know, the, the big games this weekend are in your conference. It's the Pac-12. I, I think you, you start with UCLA, USC. I think that's a game that, you know, I don't want to call it a trap game because we know how good UCLA is, but I don't want to call it a trap game for USC because they do have Notre Dame next week who's been playing very good football as of late. Looking at these two teams, we saw UCLA fall last week. What do you uh, look for as the biggest matchup with these two um, heading into this weekend's big rivalry game? You know what, Segs, to me, first of all, I think the games in the 80s or 90s. I do. Uh, I've watched both of these teams a lot. Obviously, I've seen every USC game, and I've watched UCLA a bunch. I don't know how either one of them get a stop. Right. And that's that's the whole key. If you can get a couple three and outs and flip it and score – 10 points or 14 points on a flip and make the other one chase. I honestly think we call it a track meet. I think it's a basketball game. I do. Yeah. I think when the time's over, it's 48, 44, 48, 41. I mean, it's, listen, it's as high score. It's always, I went back and looked at like, for the most part, they score points last, like Slovis three years ago threw for 500 yards. The year after that, he threw 300, almost 400 yards and five touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Jackson Dart started the year after that. DTR went nuts on them and they scored 50 or 60 on the Trojans last year. And now Dart starting at Ole Miss, they're going to Arkansas. Keaton Slovis is at Pitt. Yeah. And they got another quarterback who's better than both of them, maybe combined as good as right. Caleb Williams is. And DTR is an explosive talent. I, I don't know, Sakes. They're going to play. Both teams are going to run, what, 80 plays? Yeah. It, it, I, I'm just telling you, the whole key, you, I can give you all the, what can they match up? I don't, they're not, the defenses can't match up against either one of these. And they don't tackle well. It to me, if you go two or three series without a score, you may lose the game. Yeah, I, I, I took the. I bet the over. The overs takes like seventy six and a half or something. Yeah, I, I was I just looking. The 80s or 90s. Yeah, 
I, I think it's in the mid to high 70s, I think. 76 and a half. I, 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 there you go, 76 and a half. I think this game's in the 80s and maybe a last possession or you're down 21 and you go two out and all of a sudden that team scores three straight drives and they're back in it. I, I, I That's a high scoring. I think USC is going to win the game, but you don't want to be in a chase mode the whole time. You're going to have match score for score. Whatever defense plays crappy, less crappy, and gets a tackle or two, will Ops back-to-back series, you'll win the game. Yeah, I look at it. Who can, who can get that big turnover? What defense can get the right. you know? The, who can make the big play in the big moment on defense? Yeah, ball's and... kicked out of the end zone at twenty-five yard line. You squat on a ball, you catch a pick six, and go score. And then they go three and out the next series, and you score again. There you yes. go. Now they're chase mode the whole time. Yeah, right. it's going to be one of those games, and. It ain't like they're playing it in 30-degree weather where you're worried about whether it's going to be a friggin' basketball game. And I'll, I'll take SCs because I'm obviously a bit of a – I'm leaning towards that. They're the, they're the better team. They're the better team. And they're the one a, team you – know, they're the one team that has something they, – they have that college football playoff to play for. You know, they, they, they still this have like a shot. A playoff game. Yes, this should be – they should treat this, and it is. This is single elimination. You lose this, you're way done at least win to put pressure and you shouldn't be looking to Notre Dame when you know how important this game is. So that shouldn't even be an issue. This is, you got to put pressure on the committee to make a decision. Yes. And you never know what's going to happen with the other teams. Cause I actually, I know we're not going to talk about it. I think Baylor, you never know with TCU going to Baylor segs, you never mm-hmm. know. And that's like a two and a half point game. I'm keeping an eye on that one because you don't know. So USC has to. So, I think just with what's on the line, USC wins a close one, but high scoring. Yeah, it's definitely a uh, situation to watch. And then the other game is Utah at Oregon, which is you know going to probably decide who, if USC wins, who USC plays in the conference championship right. game. And right. is it if USC wins, do they get to avenge their loss against Utah by the one point and at Utah, or do they get to play Oregon, who they haven't played? That would give them another quality win which would be if they win out, they're going to have three very quality wins in a row to end the season. Plus they have a game uh, in their pocket already against Oregon state that they played on the road and won. who now right. Oregon state is a ranked football team. Right. Recency bias two with three in a row. The committee is going to be looking at that. They have mm-hmm. to, and it's just human nature and sakes with this Utah, Oregon game, you know, it's just so people know, and I know most people watching this have an idea, but, Remember, Reese, the rules have changed. It's no longer Pac-12 North and Pac-12 right. South. It's they're taking the top it's two just teams. Just one so conference. That, yeah, whoever who it's all one, and the top two teams are playing each other. And so, I if this game was in Utah, I'd be picking Utah. After what happened to Oregon against Washington, now I love the physicality of Utah, and the quarterback's tough as hell, as we know, Segs. But. I haven't seen Utah, Oregon play back-to-back bad games. Now, they didn't play bad last week. They just didn't play smart, and they yeah. they, they did some silly things late in that football game, right? I think it's going to be a really good game. Um, if the game's in the 30s or pushing a high-scoring game, probably Oregon. If the game's down a little bit, when we, I guess I'd call high 20s or early, low 30s, still a high-scoring game. I love Kyle Whittingham. Advantage head coach Kyle Whittingham. Advantage home field advantage Oregon. Uh, fourth quarter win segs. I, I want, I'm going to pick Utah, but I would not bet it. I would pick Oregon. I think the home field advantage is going to be big for Oregon. Utah is a two point favorite on the road. I know, which is there. weird. It, yeah, it, it's odd. weird. It's about a 60 and a half is what I've seen in terms of over under. 
If uh, the under hits, take Utah, Sags. Yes, exactly. Uh, agree. The under hits. Agree. Right. Yeah. If you feel like this is a game in the 20s, take Utah. If you feel like, you know, Oregon can put up 35 plus, then take Oregon and the over. Um, yeah, it's a so... team speed and space. And I think Utah can tackle well. But yeah, one thing I said that about USC, part of it, and, you know, they're, they're, they, their offense matched USC throw for throw and play for play for the most part. So I think we underrate. Utah's offense, even though the gamblers don't, because they think Utah can go in and win. Right. There you go. Uh, we had a big discussion today amongst the, a lot of the believe guys about the college football playoff. And, you know, some of these guys feel like it should be, you know, if, if LSU wins out, it should be three SEC teams in there with the Big, Tw- big Ten champ, regardless of what TCU does. I think if TCU wins out, they're in. You don't, you're not leaving an undefeated team out. I'm sorry. I don't care what kind of five them. school. Yes. You, you're you're just not doing it. And again, I still think if USC runs the table, I think if you put them side by side against LSU, I don't care that LSU beats Georgia. They lost in tremendous fashion to Tennessee at home. And they lost in new Orleans to Florida state, who is a solid football team, but not great. If USC runs the table, their one loss is going to be a one point last second two point conversion to a top ten team to a top ten team on the road, and, and and then you beat Notre Dame, you beat Oregon or Utah, you avenge your loss, and you beat UCLA. So I just look at it. I know everybody loves the SEC and everybody thinks the SEC is God, but you know what? I'm looking at teams like Kentucky, Arkansas, Mississippi State, um, South Carolina. I'm looking at these teams. In the end, Sean, they're not very good football teams. They're they're not like it's not like you're beating, you know, a top 25 team every single week. Even though some of those teams are ranked, they're not ranked teams in reality. Well, Kentucky to Kentucky and South Carolina, you can beat South Carolina any given day. No, no yeah. offense to South Carolina. You just can. They're gonna be they continue to build and they'll be fine with you know, with with uh Beamer as their head, you know, mm-hmm. Shane Beamer's there, they're gonna be fine. But they're and beating Kentucky this year. Unfortunately, I know Kentucky has not played great football this no. year. They, I'm actually disappointed in Kentucky. I'm not going to argue with you about USC Segs. They are they're a long shot considering the people that are in front of them. Now you got to get help. I'll say this about TCU. Do I think SC can beat TCU? I do. Do I think yes, LSU I can agree. beat TCU? Yes, I of course I do. Do I think Tennessee beat TCU? Yes, but I got to put respect on a name of a Power Five conference now. If TCU loses to Baylor, that conversation's wow. out. No yeah, Big 12 team's doing. But, listen, man, I, I'll i tell you this. I think an a, a undefeated TCU team has a far bigger argument than a two-loss SEC team. Yes. I'm not saying they're better than LSU. No. Their argument's bigger. Okay, now just flip it. I mean, of course they'd have the argument. Listen, I, I, I spent a lot of time looking at this LSU thing because I'm on there in New Orleans and Patrick every friggin' week. Say, I, I don't think it's a stone-cold lock that I think you can balance it like, well, six and one half dozen the other, that if LSU beat Georgia in a close one, how are you leaving Tennessee out? I, I can't. Tennessee's argument is going to be we kicked their ass in their building. Now, then the argument for the <laughs> other way around is LSU's going to say, yeah, but we beat the number one team in the country in their building in the SEC title game. We should go two losses or not. Now, this may all be settled because Georgia may boat race LSU, but I don't think it's a stone-cold lock that the that – the, if LSU goes, Tennessee's not. Just understand this. Right. Now, 
that, 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 that's the argument because then it's a three-way. Let's say Georgia does lose to LSU. And let's just say for fun, what if they said, well, Reese Bias, Georgia got beat 31 to 17. Georgia's out. Tennessee's got, well, Georgia said, whoa, 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 whoa. We smoked Tennessee in our building. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's argument is going to be, we smoked LSU in their building. And then LSU's argument is going to be, well, we beat the SC championship beat by, by 10 points. We, we deserve to go. So then what happens? So, uh, I, listen, I love the chaos, and I want it to be that way. And then I want USC to run the table and say, well, wait a minute, have you seen us? Now, who are you leaving out? We could get two teams that are like, wait, because if TCU wins, they're in. I'm just telling you, they're not, not counting. TCU is not going to miss the playoff, whether we think the other teams are better or not. If they go undefeated and win the Big 12 championship, they are going. That's one. Mm-hmm. Two is we know that the winner of the Ohio State-Michigan game, as long as they is don't it? get screwed up and get beat by, what, Purdue in the Big 12 whoever championship as we be. sit now, whoever it's going to be, one of them's going. And then, then there's the argument, well, what if Ohio State loses to Michigan by a field goal? And then you say, well, we just got beat by the third team in the country. Why aren't? Why can't we be the one lost? Right, because Ohio State Georgia? would have wins over Notre Dame and Penn State. Right. So it's a, we got a hellified argument, and Michigan would have the same argument Ohio State would have if Ohio State beat them with a buzzer-beater field goal. Mm-hmm. So we're into – I just know this. If you're undefeated Power 5 team, you're going. Yes. That's number one. Two is – Tennessee and SC are going to have some really, really big arguments if LSU beats Georgia and they go, Georgia goes, Michigan goes, and TCU goes. Hell, Ohio State, Southern Cal, and Tennessee will all have an argument. We'll have three teams on the outside looking in saying, how are we not playing in this? Right. And then you're – but, you know, what what you – what what listen, what could have Michigan beats Ohio State, Georgia kicks LSU's ass, TCU loses before then – and then you go Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, TC, I mean, Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, and who did I USC. leave out? Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, and probably USC. That's how USC gets in, correct? But there, there's more so, chaos if what you – well, no, because what it would be would be Ohio State versus USC. Those would be the right. two, two arguments. And the recency of three teams, the three top-ranked three ranked teams for USC – would trump Ohio State yes, to get in. Yes, in my opinion, I agree. It, right. It's just one of those things. And then, you know, the team that kind of is just forgotten about, and for rightfully so, but Clemson runs the table. They're still a 11 or what, a 12 and 1 ACC champion that, you know, rightfully so, in my opinion, and we've talked about this. I, they're not getting any respect because I don't think they deserve the respect for the way that I thought played. they were overrated to start the season. Yes. That was me, but I'm not on the committee. Right. Let me just one quick thing before we jump to college basketball and make our picks, Georgia, if they do lose to LSU in the, in the conference championship, you beat Oregon who was not the Oregon. And what if Oregon loses this week? That, that win looks even worse, even though it's against Utah, you lose at home to Utah with a chance to get to the Pac-12 championship. You lost last week. That'd be two straight losses. And then for Georgia, your only other win is Tennessee. That's yeah, it. See, I mean, I personally... outside of that, they they don't have anything. Like Florida's Thanks, not we've... a good win. Auburn's not a good win. Right. And then it, it's just a bunch of shit. Thanks. We've got caught up, and I know I have. We all, I think we all have of, well, because we just, Georgia won it last year. We just assume. But I earlier this week, I started to say, well, wait a second now. If they beat LSU, and then the argument is we beat it. I mean, if we if they lose to LSU, the argument for me is going to be, well, wait a second. 
while LSU's played really good football late, you just got your ass beat by a two-loss team. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's got to be committee concern. Sags, I'm not out of the woods yet to think. 27-20 victory by LSU. That it doesn't go LSU, uh, Michigan, Michigan, winner Ohio, Ohio, Michigan Ohio State, Tennessee, and if TCU wins there, and if not, USC or Ohio State go in, probably USC. I'm not convinced that Georgia, if they get beat by LSU, is automatic anymore, knowing what they played in their schedule. I think we favor them because they're the reigning national champions. It just it, it's such it would be such a weird dynamic if LSU yep. wins because LSU, yep. Tennessee, and Georgia have all beat each other, and I just don't know how they would, you know, circumvent that because I, I'm sorry, L or Tennessee going into LSU and Baton Rouge and winning in the fashion they did to me is a better win than LSU over Georgia in the SEC championship game, you know, at a neutral, neutral site, even though it's in Atlanta, even though it's yeah. Atlanta, it's not, it's not Athens. That's exactly. Uh, and so I, I just, I don't know. It would be, that's why, that's why I'm rooting for chaos. I want to see it. I just hope Michigan, yeah. you know, beats Ohio state and gets in and because they'd be guaranteed. And like I mentioned, USC would have a big time argument. TCU's oh, yeah, in if sure. they're undefeated. And you know what? Let's why, why do we have to take two SEC teams? We because, don't. like I said, I think the conference is good, but I think a right. lot of those teams are overrated by SEC fans that are so loud that Kentucky gonna, and Auburn, they're just not that great of football teams this year. Right. We we don't have to, but I, I don't think you, if Georgia loses, they're not a stone cold lock, in my opinion. All right. And then finally, it's time to pick our final four, our player of the year, and our coach of the year. Sean, I, I really, really struggled to find the four teams I wanted for my final four. I had two that I know I wanted in there. They're in there. The other two, you know, I, I I've watched a lot of college basketball here early on, and some teams. Have, I mean, Gonzaga looked good, and then they didn't look good, and then um, yeah, Texas you know, put a friggin' beat down on them, brother. Yeah, just an beat ass down. whooping. Um, you know, Michigan State's gonna come out of nowhere. We talked about that. There, there's just a, there's a lot of good teams. I don't know how many great teams there are. So right. how do you want to do this? Do you want me to just give my four? Yeah, go ahead. Get, get your, yeah, no, let's let's go one and one. You go ahead and start, and then we'll do the same right. thing with player of the year, a couple of, and coach of the year. All right. So for and me, I don't care what order Segs is the yeah. number one seed, just the four, and then we'll right. pick the national champion. Right. I'm gonna start with my first final four pick. I'm going North Carolina. I, I just think that you know they have. Um, Coming off last year, I think that they can be even better. I, I just think that they may be the best team in the country to me. Oh, yeah. And boy, did uh, Hubert Davis turn that around quickly on the yeah. transfer from, and, him to, from Roy mean, Williams to him, right? And remember, Baycott he got questioned as a hire. And... Baycott, if he, he's got to be in your – I mean, <laughs> when you're talking players of the year, uh, you know, he's got to be part of it. Mm. We'll get to those guys. But, yeah, he's a phenomenal. He's a phenomenal talent and say yeah. they're loaded and, you know, they always get one and done guys and mm-hmm. they're packed. Um, I, I'll get to that. Well, you know what? I'll throw them in, too, because I have them okay. in my final four. I was going to I I wrote them down, but I put them in. They've got, uh, if not the best player in the country, one of them. They're well coached. They're coming off. You know, they understand what it's like now to be. I mean, always North Carolina, but immediately tournament tested last year um, and they'll learn from it and they're stacked. And and he's got the. His finger on the pulse, says Hubert. I love this team, and I think they're a legitimate, 
legitimate, not only in the Final Four team, but national title winner. Um, I got North Carolina in it as well. Yeah, and then uh, my second team, I'm going UCLA. I think with um, uh, uh, their returning player, God, I'm on blank on his name, uh, Jacquez. And then you bring in yep. Tiger Campbell, the, the young point guard, Amari Bailey, another top prospect. I, I think that Bona, the big kid in the middle, I think he's underrated by some. I, I just think that this is a team that has all the firepower you need to be a title contending team. And I, I don't want to say they're going to run away with the Pac-12, but I think they are, to me, the clear best team in the Pac-12. Arizona's going to be in there and a few others, but I have UCLA as the top team, and I just think they're going to put it all together this year. I love their coach's attitude too, Sage. Mm-hmm. I do. Um, the Pac-12's got – they've got – it's a good basketball conference. It's not the best basketball conference right. in the country. And you're there, there will be teams. They're not going undefeated. They're going to get no. beat, but they are athletic. They've got a player of the year candidate. And Sags, you know about this league. What is the one guy you got to have? You better have a point guard. You you, you better have a guy at the at the perimeter that can handle and gets and their coach will he 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 will be on your ass and he coach. Well, you know what he is. He's Bob Huggins tough, right? Yeah. Ironically, as you know that. So, and you know how I feel about Huggy and Frank Martin and that group. I also got UCLA. They're my team that right now is in the top 10. They're kind of sitting on the outside. Uh, Texas is doing some good things too, but UCLA to me, and I think they can run through the conference pretty well. It'll be competitive, but I think UCLA is going to get through the tournament. I think this is one of the better teams they've had in a while. I like the Bruins. I have them in my four as well. All right, for me, my third team and it is... Pain, it pain, pains me to say, too, I, as you know, I'm, yeah, I'm pains sure it me does. to say at Pauley Pavilion, but they're really, really good, and uh, I, I think they're going to be fun. Yeah, my third team, a team you just mentioned, a team we saw just dominate. I'm going with uh, uh, Texas, Texas Longhorns. I think adding in Marcus Carr from Minnesota, who I don't think a lot of people know about, but a lefty guard that can create his own shot, he can make the passes. I think going to a team with the kind of talent that Texas has – Marcus Carr is going to shine. Now he's not going to go out there and score 20 plus points like he could at Minnesota because he's got so much talent around him. But I think adding him in was such a big deal for Texas. And I mean, and they added other players. They've got, you know, uh, Tyrese Hunter. They got other guys on that team. Timmy Allen, uh, the big kid in the middle, uh, Disu. Uh, I believe it's how yep. you pronounce his name. Ooh, uh, yeah, he's a mo- monster. I mean, there's just there's so much talent on that team. And, you know, when when you just look at what Beard brings to the table as a coach, he's a national title contending coach that now has a lot of talent, just like he did at Texas Tech. Just like, you know, I think that Texas has the players now to make that run to the Final Four. Yeah, I love him as a coach. Tech, he, he turned Texas Tech into a basketball mm-hmm. school instead of a football yeah. school for he did. And I know it was a bummer for them to lose him and to go right down, you know, go, go from West Texas right here to Austin. And you know what they got at Austin, Segs, a lot of money. Money. And they'll support everything. And he he's going to turn it into – he doesn't want Texas to be known as a football school either. Matter of fact, who's got a better chance to win the national title this year? Going in, it was Texas right. basketball, not Texas yep. football. 
So, and the Big 12, again, is loaded, Segs, you know, with, with the teams with Kansas and Baylor and, and uh, uh, Texas. There are some really, really good basketball teams in the Big 12, but that's been the case. It's a, it's, it's a better basketball conference than it is football conference, mm-hmm. depth-wise. We know Baylor, obviously, is always going to be in contention as well. So, um, I'm glad you chose them so we, we're not the – we're not right. going all four the same because, folks, we didn't talk about who our guys nope. are, any of this. We never do, Sags and I, when it comes to hoops. I love Texas, as I told you about UCLA, but I'm not putting them in there. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say uh, I'm taking another team from Texas, and it ain't Baylor, okay? No, I know I'm taking going. I'm taking the University of Houston. You know my affinity for Kelvin Sampson. I talked yep. to him, Sags, going into last year. Kelvin's one of my good friends, and we, we, we communicate mm-hmm. a lot. And you've been with me when we've had him on the show, obviously. Yep. And you know how much he loves his kids. When I went into last year, Segs, we were talking. And I asked him about his club last year who made one hell of a run to the Final Four, right, last year. And you know what he said going into last season? He goes, Sean, we're really inexperienced. He goes, I got great kids. I just don't know how we're going to respond. And then then they, the best player gets hurt, right? Right. Gets hurt, and they have to go, and they still make the Final Four. Segs, I'm going to tell you this. I think he's the best coach. Now, I know people may argue because of Texas's new head coach, and I think Kelvin Sampson's the best coach in Texas in any sport. I, I do. I, I hold him in that kind of regard. And maybe it's more emotional, too. And I know he can coach X's and O's, but my affinity for him and knowing, like, talking to him that's kind of about not stuff other than basketball, right? I know he could teach X's and O's, but the thing I love about him, Sags, and you know this about him, they are friggin' relentless on the defensive end. Yeah. They, if you don't play defense and you're an MVP, you'll sit. You, they are you, they are relentless on the defensive end. What's kept them out the last couple of years and last year is the inability to shoot late in games and, and knock down threes in a, in, a, in a final four. They can shoot. This is better. Sasser's as good as there is in America. And now this year, Segs, with the inexperience, now they've got experience. They've recruited one and done. I always think Kelvin and Houston's a good basketball hotbed, but Texas – it's probably underrated in the national mm-hmm. scope, but he knows how to get them. And I always think, well, what if Kelvin now with the one and done's was coaching it like Kentucky, like Cal is and the good gracious. Well, he's got him final four here. It's right here in, in Houston this year. Uh, Kelvin Sampson's team's the best one he's had, in my opinion. And you also got to have a guy that can go to and take over a game. And he's got that Sasser among other players. I got Houston, and I'm not sure they're not going to go in as the number one seed when all is said and done. Love this team. I think they're in the Final Four. Yeah, I, I think they're a very good team. I don't have them in. I just they're one of those teams where I feel like kind of like Gonzaga. I mean, they can. I think they can get to the Final Four. I'm not saying that, but it feels like they're just not tested enough throughout the year. And Fair enough. They're in a good conference. Gonzaga always a, pulls that late, right? They always yeah, pull that late. Like yes. there's just you know you. you once you really get into conference play, I think Houston's so much better than the others. There's still going to be Memphis and there's Cincinnati and there's still good players, but, and still good teams in that conference. But I feel like you're just not tested enough, like a Kentucky or a UNC or, you know, whoever um, in their conference. But I think and that's the what hurts is, them. Is, right. And you got to ask is battle tested for the Kentuckys in the sec or a team in the big 12, like Baylor or something, mm-hmm. but it's proved battle tested or fresh legs. But to Gonzaga and Houston, to your point, the lesser conferences have had trouble yes. closing it out in the end, is my point. We'll right, see if right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And they're right. going to be going to the Big 12 soon. Hope, you of know, and, oh. and that will, you know, hopefully help 
take them to even another level. Um, and then my final team, I have, I, you know, I went through a lot of teams, including Houston was one I considered, um, you know, Duke's going to be young, but they have so much talent. Kentucky with keep Tashibwe. an eye on Arkansas too. They, yes. Yeah, Arkansas is another reigning team. player of the um, year. That's exactly yeah. Right. So uh, there's a lot of, of really good teams, but I kind of went outside the box here and just, they're a good guess. team. Top you 15. Going, you're, not, you're, not, you're not staying what? in your conference. Are you? I may be. Yeah. Indiana, Indiana. I think I Trace Jackson Davis has a chance too. to be the, the, the player of the year. I think he's ready. He came back to this Indiana team that has growing talent. They've been young and they've kind of just been that team that every year they are supposed to take that next step and they never do. Well, they went and got Mike Woodson a few years ago and he's been working this roster and he got Jackson Davis to come back. And I think that's the difference. Him coming back this year can take Indiana to a big 10 championship to a final four because he's that good of a player. I don't think a lot of people know much about Trace Jackson Davis, oh, but he yeah. is a monster when you look at them. And then, you know, Xavier Johnson, Miller Cop is another kid that, you know, transferred in that I think can now is finally in the system and, and understands the system that Mike right. Woodson wants to play and can affect them. So I think Indiana is a team that I, I'm, I'm taking my last team to get there. I think Assembly Hall is going to be rocking bigger than it has in quite some time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm with, I actually had my pin down and said, do I want to put the Hoosiers on here? Because I love the player. I, I think yeah. I love the coach. I do. You talked about their depth. I don't need to repeat it. Um, and I, I think, you know, Big Ten's good basketball sakes. And that's where it comes to, you know, you got you got to still run through your guys. You're and battling it's, night it's, in, yeah, night they, out oh, dude, in Big Ten. Mission, and 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 I did that. I even said Michigan State hanging around, even though they're not mm-hmm. ranked. I know what Izzo is, but you're, dude, you better take elbows to the throat. And that, and you know that's happened to Big Ten. So you're in a fist fight every single, every single Monday night, no on a regular play. time. Right. I, I honestly, I'm sitting here saying, Hoosiers, do I do it? Do I do it? But I'm going to go with. Oh, wait. I know. Always, dude. <laughs> I know. Shocker. <laughs> the reigning national champions. And my guys, Sags, we've known each other for a long time now. Uh, is there been a time I haven't picked the Kansas no. Jayhawks to get the Final Four? No. Because I figure and, every and four or five years I'm 80% win of the time you've right. picked them to win it all. To win it all, right. I am going to take the Jayhawks as the reigning national champion. We obviously know loaded Bill Self, a great basketball coach. My biggest concern, Sags, in truth, while you talked about playing in a tougher conference, Big Ten, Big 12, battle-tested, right? But, man, mm-hmm. is it brutal. I mean, you got to go through where they got to go through to get where they want to be a one or two seed, right, when all is said, because Baylor ain't going away. You mentioned your Texas Longhorns. I'm talking about the overall package. You're going to get – right. You, you're just, you just got to – it's a physical battle in the Big 12 as well. But they're loaded. They're talented. Lottery picks. They got – you know, they've got one and, and Bill Self. And I think the hunger will still be there, Sags. Winning one with the team is one thing. I also think winning a second one's even more impressive. I don't know if they got enough to win the whole thing again. But I got him in the in the final four because, well, I just love Kansas basketball. I love Bill Self, and it ain't going to be easy. They're what's what sakes they'll get upset by somebody, and you know this. They're going to oh, get yeah. beat. I love and they're they got a great home court advantage throughout because you know Allen Fieldhouse is a great place to play, and they they defend their home honor pretty well. But they're going to get beat by somebody. You're going to say what, what, and then all of a sudden 
they're a great build to a crescendo team. I got Kansas in a final four again. Yeah, I think that, you know, and they have the youngster and Grady Dick that a lot of people dude, love he is to a, hate. Um, oh, yeah, dude. Well, he's an antagonizer, too. There's yes. No question uh, about it. Dewan Harris is a great guard. Jalen Wilson, who is a kid that, you know, was reportedly committed to Michigan or very close. So, I, you know, I know a lot off. about him, yeah. followed him. He's a very good player. Um, and you mentioned Harris. A, I didn't mean to interrupt, but it goes back to what we talked about at the beginning of this. I don't believe you can win a national title without great guard play. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, Patrick Ewing's on your team and you got that guy, Elijah, one. Right. Even them to get their national title back then when centers were even more relevant. I don't. I, I, you have to have great guard play. You just do. And, and Kansas will produce that, and that, that may be the difference. But it's going to be a rough one. I'm, I'm not secure with this pick, but. You know, they're going to hover in the top 10 most oh, of the yeah. year and hover around number one, and and they'll lose a the game they're not supposed to. But they are, they're a pretty loaded roster, and they've got good guard play, and they've got an experienced coach. And like I said, they have the antagonizer that people want to flip off and cuss at the television right. set and yell. And, and when he goes into visiting arenas, they're going to hold signs up. But they're 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 pretty good, and I, I just got to see them make sure the hunger factor is there, that they're not comfortable after what happened last year. Uh, you know, I'm just, you know, one thing I just want to point out is I'm glad that, you know, Kansas got out. They had all these, you know, penalties coming from the NCAA and stuff. And, you know, they were really out in front of it. And, you know, suspending Bill Self for those four games was just, Before it all I mean, yeah, what a just, just great on Kansas. Harsh. I mean, respect to them. Yeah, harsh, dude. Feel sorry for the punishment they, okay? You set Bill Self down four games before it really got going. Dude, slow down now. I mean, now, you know, look look at what suffers over at the Wheel and the Hawk, the bars off campus that the <laughs> kids can't go there. Well, you know, when, when they had you know, to suspend Bill for four. Yeah. Okay. D- 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 hey. You can't, you can't say, see. And, put some you respect. Know, I maybe just process. mentioned a youngster in Jalen Wilson that, you know, whoa, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't want to throw accusations out there about Bill Self, yeah, but don't. I've just heard just some don't. stories and, you know, his four game suspension, very warranted. I thought maybe even a little extreme by Kansas university, by three games, maybe yeah. by three games. Sakes. <laughs> you know? How do rumors get started? Sakes? They get started by the jealous people. Okay. My favorite to, thing to is give you a cut. <laughs> colleges. They, they do all this stuff. They pay, we know they pay hundreds of thousands, if not millions, to to total to players to get not them to come Kansas. to their schools not behind, Kansas, yeah, you know, behind the scenes and cars and houses and all this stuff. We know it all happens. And then these schools try and get out ahead of the NCAA and they find themselves five thousand dollars. We're going <laughs> to hammer Bill <laughs> Self with a four gamer and we're going to we're going to we're going to find the school lunch money. <laughs> For one of our recruits, five grand, right? And That's then you have Tennessee Tennessee's. beating Alabama. The fans tear down the goalposts. Then they start a GoFundMe to yeah. replace the field goalpost. Like it's Thanks. just I, these colleges a are a joke. It's, it's all a be, joke. Can I get you some compassion for Kansas basketball, please? No, no. <laughs> I mean, they're four games. They just you know they they got they, hammered with the suspension. That I, I mean, know. those four game segs. I don't know how they overcome it. It, it's I don't. just the five thousand dollars sakes. The the and fact that you have them in the likeness, final four when Bill Self, you know, had that suspension is just 
what, what, do what you a do? reach by me right i, I know you, you you took the reach of the century by picking kansas who you've never picked before to be in the final ever four. and i'll tell know. you what i love how in-depth kansas got really deep on <laughs> self-suspension they really punished that program listen they, we don't I, need the nc2a to roll into lawrence dude leave them <laughs> alone man lay and, off the kansas the NCAA that it's been five years since this has all started, and the NC's double A is still sitting there just counting money for. Yeah, but we shit. came up with four games and five grants, so thanks. <laughs> harsh, harsh punishment for the Jayhawks. Uh, I don't know I how don't they're going to what... overcome it, but uh, apparently they're three. You know, they've started off pretty well, so we'll we'll see. Think we'll about see. this: we we've talked about the NCAA, who's just I mean, as big as of a joke as there is when it comes to this yeah, kind thanks. of stuff. We've talked about right. FIFA, who is. You know, just as bad, if not worse, when it comes to corruption and shit. Maybe like the that. worst governing body in the history is FIFA. And, and, no and then, you know, number three on the list, which you could argue is number one, is the Olympics. The 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 Olympic Committee. It, it's just all three of those are just the biggest running jokes. People want to talk about Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell looks like he's on top of everything compared to those three entities. Oh yeah. Well, he makes him look like the greatest commissioner in his and in, in, in leader in sports history. It's There's just no crazy. Doubt about it. All right. How about, yep. Who's your player of the year? You know what? Let's see. Oscar Sheebway. What do you average? Six, 17 and 15 last year is the reigning. Yeah. Is they a, have to is look a, it up. I think like 17 and 15. Yeah. He's obviously at the top of the list. Sheebway's a monster. Oh, I mean, we, so we know that. Dude, dude, dude is so good. I'd probably lean him first. If Houston can make the run they want. The question is, will the national pundits give uh, Sasser enough credit, right? Timmy's going to be at the top of the list. You know, I still don't trust Gonzaga to win to, 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 to win the whole thing. I don't. Right, no. But Timmy's going to get his. I'm going to tell you another one, Segs. And when you go to, uh, even though they, depending on what kind of, I told you to keep a little bit of an eye on Arkansas. Nick Smith is a hell of a player. They've got themselves a national player. He's a monster. So let, let me put it so we don't have to go through it all. Um, I'll say Baycott wins it. But it ends up being a, a, a four. Timmy will get his, but Sasser may not have gaudy enough statistics when it's over because, uh, but he plays both ends of the floor. Uh, Baycott wins it. Chibwe in the conversation. Sasser in the top four or five. Yeah, I have Armando Baycott winning it as well. Like I mentioned, I think Trace Jackson Davis will be in there from Indiana. You mentioned Oscar Chibwe is just a, a monster. Dude, Sasser he's a freak is, show. Yes. Yeah. Sasser is one of the best college players. And, you know, it just sucks when it, you you look ahead to the draft and the top two players, Scoot Henderson's playing with the uh, with the G League team. And then you got, I mean, just an absolute. You want to talk about a unicorn when we talk about alien, anything, this Victor Webanyama. Oh, yeah. I think just, that's how it's pronounced, isn't it? Yeah. Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah. He's just, I mean. You think about Chet Holmgren, you think about KD, you think about Rudy Gobert, you think about, you know, the way he can dribble. I mean, this this kid is all three you mean, of his, them. His, his, Yeah, his handle. Oh, yeah, there's no question. I, I mean, and the way he could just step out and shoot like KD, he's 7'4". Legit right, That's seven, what I'm saying, four. dude. And can run the court. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's I, stupid. I mean, and he hasn't even started learning the game of basketball yet. I don't know how we do this with these guys. I mean, here's the great thing about it. They grow up handling the mm-hmm. ball like a guard and they're seven foot plus. 
and they're shooting and handling it like they're going to grow up to be 6'3", right? Right. And they're hitting seven foot, like you said, Chet Holmgren, Kristaps Porzingis when he was at his mm-hmm. best. I'm you, I'm thinking about guys like that that run the floor. That you, you mentioned KD. KD's not six ten. KD's seven foot. Seven okay? foot. Yep. And right, can pull up and knock three from the locker room. They're making shots. Dirk. And so, yeah. You know, oh yeah. That's exactly style right. Style player, but just yeah. You now know. Dirk. Yeah, right. Dirk's not taking you on the off the bounce, but these guys can. Yeah. And it's and getting back. So he's a freak. Segs, you're right. And getting back to Shibway, Segs is is we haven't had think about this with all the great players we've had now maybe it's a lot to do with one and done guys right seg sometimes the best player mm-hmm. well like last year um uh from duke why is my guy the um in the nba now segs who was uh who, who was the first pick of the draft um <laughs> i'm blanking you know what i'm talking about yes, orlando who's the first pick of the draft uh paulo bancaro yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that? Ben Carroll. Pa- Paolo Ben Carroll, yeah. Ben Carroll, right. You look, guys, at one, the one-and-done guys, we don't get a chance to see them very – another reason right. why Sasser's intriguing because he's been around for a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Timmy, obviously, he's been around, but like, we haven't had a – I don't think now – I haven't looked, but I'm, I went over in my head before we started the show. Have we had a back-to-back wooden winner since Ralph Sampson? Oof, well, I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I'm taking a wild stab. I may have missed somebody in there because there's been a lot of, and I think Samson was, he was my era, Segs, because that's why it hits me. Like in the, in the, Samson, I were in school at like the same time. It was right. like 82, 83, or 83, 84, maybe 82, 83. It might have been 83, 84. Hell, it might have been 81, 82. But in the early 80s, I think, I, I know Samson won it back to back. I don't know if we've had anybody since then. My gut tells me, Shibway's got a chance to be the first guy since Samson going back to back. I don't think a wooden award winner has won back to back awards since Ralph Sampson, but I may be completely wrong on that. My gut tells me the reason why Sampson sticks out is because that's when I play. So I'm just wondering. Uh, yeah, I'm was... looking at the list here and it's uh no, you're right. Nobody's won. We had a back to back guy. No. There you go. And, so you know, and, you go back he's to a legitimate You go back to twenty oh six or twenty oh seven. That's Kevin Durant and, you know, the one and duns and, you know, right, Carmelo that's what I'm was great before players, that. Right. And, right. So we have, but yeah, you, look at, you look at a lot of the winners. You look at a lot of the winners. Older guys. It, Kaminsky, yeah, it's guys that right? stay. Yeah. You look at Luka right. Garza. You look at uh, Jalen Brunson. Obi Toppin. Frank Kaminsky win it too? I think. Uh, yeah, he won it. it Frank yep. Mason, Buddy Heal. You know, there's just Trey Burke at and, Michigan. He was, you know, stayed. It's just. That's why Sasser. And Timmy, guys like that, that the voters are like, it's almost a reward for, mm-hmm. I, I don't mean they're not worthy of it at all, because they are, but it's a semi-lifetime achievement award. If you play great basketball and you stuck it out, we're going to reward you for being around for a minute playing college basketball. But I, it, I, it, it struck me when we were thinking about this and when last night that I, and I didn't even look, but I, I don't know. Um, I should have looked, but I'm glad you did. So thank you. I didn't. I couldn't remember if we'd had one. So since Samson, that's a lot of years. Say we're talking forty years, thirty-nine years. It will be forty years in twenty-three since we've had a back-to-back winner at the Wooden Award and more one. And, and Ralph obviously stayed the whole time, right? And won it twice. You're going to get a guy who's you know, and Shibway's obviously one of the top contenders, but he's going to have the Sassers and Timmys and Baycotts and Smiths. There's some really good players. Well, and and that's the crazy thing about college hoops is. These freshmen, they walk onto the floor and they're the best players in the country. 
not they're right. not winning the award every year, but they are. In, I mean, Nick Smith, you talked about they're in the Arkansas. first pick. He's Need probably top... the the best player in the country right. in college basketball, and maybe the first pick of the draft. Yes, with Could the be. most talent and and right. But yeah, it, it's. I, I was just looking at a mock draft. You've got you know the 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 unicorn we talked about, Web and Yama. Uh, he'll be one at the top. You know, everyone's yeah. gonna. Scoot Henderson. But somebody falls in love with freak. Smith. He sure as hell ain't Smith ain't outside your top five. No. I can guarantee you. No, no, no. That. He he's three. And then it's yep. another kid from uh that went to that overtime elite team that you know some kids are going and playing against. Oh yeah, this one of those travel teams that's the best. Yeah, the best, so right? yeah. Uh we don't get to see him in college, which sucks. But yeah, it's just crazy that these freshmen come in and they're just legit the best players in the country, talent wise. They keep they can't drink a beer, but they can dominate your ass on Oof, the basketball court, yeah. and and they do everything. Yeah, it's real pretty, quick. Who's your we, coach we got of the year? Some, we got some great. Um, I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna either lead. Uh, well, you know what, Segs? Let me reach out and say that it's gonna be my guy, Kelvin Sampson. How's that? I'm I was gonna, gonna say gonna you can't say Bill say Self Kelvin. because he got suspended. Oh, right, right, right. Well, yeah, for that long suspension. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna lean towards Kelvin Sampson. I think that that. Uh, it's it's time and I think that they're going to be hanging and I think you know people love Kelvin and I think the impact Kelvin Sampson is going to have on the University of Houston and his ball club this year uh, I'm just going to go with him and the truth of the matter is it's it's a, for me not only is he a great coach but it's it's emotion I want him to win it so mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Kelvin yeah it's uh it's like for you with Dusty winning yeah, that's exactly Baker right. That's exactly it's the same the same feeling I have about those guys in my relationship with them. And you know what? Even though Dusty didn't win it, he got his World Series. Yeah, I'm got, yeah, Kelvin can double series, it, yeah. yeah, can double down. So yeah. Hopefully that 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 great momentum that I'm feeling for those two guys carries over for Kelvin. Yeah, I'm going Mike Woodson at Indiana. I think if they make the, the final four, I, I think he's a a guy that well, if they do know, segs, if they do get to the final four, considering where they are now outside the right, you know, hovering. Yeah, they're like 10, 13, 14 50, right in there. Right. If they do and get to the final four, he'll have not only an argument, it'd be hard to take it away from him. That's yeah. A great so, and I love the fact that he came from the NBA and is actually working out in college and, and showing right. these kids that, you know, you, cause a lot of these guys, they go from college to the NBA and it doesn't work. And a lot of, you know, some coaches come from the NBA and go down to college and it doesn't work because you can't treat these kids like they're pros. You got to know how knows to treat old them. school basketball and with new yes. school recruiting, Mike gets it. Yeah. He's, yes. He's, I, I'm rooting for him too. I, I think he's done a hell of a job. That's going to be a fun watch that Big Ten this year. Yeah, it's going to really be is. it's going to be a battle. All right, that'll do it for this episode of the Sean Salisbury Show. Long one, our longest one by far. But yeah, but a dude, I can sit here and talk another hour of basketball with. I love this college hoops. Oh stuff. yeah, I mean, I'm we, with you, brother. It, we'll Sometimes get more, you got to go long, right? Yeah, we got a lot of these tournaments coming up. We'll have a lot of fun. Get a lot of good matchups as we get into it. All right, we will uh, talk to you next week, and we'll break down where's the college football playoff at now like what you know what what are we thinking could happen does somebody stumble and does usc are they still in it sean that's going to be the question come tuesday i think when we'll record do, do your trojans fuck it up that's the question oh thanks great way to end the show you <laughs> prick <laughs> all right we'll talk to you next week see ya <laughs> of course he will <laughs> thank you for listening to believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.